1: And a good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Listen Up. Grant Napier with you, the uh, Kings, with uh, a big-time performance last night, their best performance of the season, as they uh, beat the Cleveland Cavaliers, 127-120. Next up tomorrow, the Lakers, without LeBron James in all likelihood. He is officially listed as doubtful. He will not play. So uh, the Kings, even with LeBron James, should be able to beat the awful Lakers So the Kings then come home to take on Golden State, and uh, the Warriors have been dreadful on the road this year. So good opportunity this weekend uh, to get back to uh, 500. Had a really fun show last night on YouTube Live. Did a lot of rants, had uh, uh, well over, well, we had, what, 220-plus people uh, joining the stream. We had a lot of fun via the chat, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Right after the Lakers game, I'll do it again, all right? And then next week, probably after the Warriors game, I'll do a show right here on Listen Up, because then I'll be able to talk to you. So we'll go back and forth. So tomorrow, I'll do it on YouTube live, and then Sunday, after the Kings take on the Warriors, uh, I'll do it right here on Listen Up, All right? I'm going to give you my picks. In the National Football League, which uh, the schedule, you have Atlanta and Carolina tonight. The Falcons are two and a half point favorites. Seattle and Tampa will play in Munich on Sunday morning. The uh, Bucks are a three point favorite. Minnesota and Buffalo in Buffalo, three and a half point favorite for the Bills. Saints are at the Steelers. Pittsburgh a home favorite getting or a home dog getting one and a half. Giants are giving five to Houston in uh, MetLife. Cleveland at Miami. Dolphins are three and a half point favorites. Jacksonville at Kansas City. Chiefs are nine and a half point favorites. Denver is taking on Tennessee. Three-point favorites are the Titans. Chicago and the Lions. Bears are favored by three. The Colts. And the Raiders, Jeff Saturday, we'll see what he can do. Colts getting four and a half. Arizona getting a point and a half against the Rams. Dallas is at Lambeau. That spread is four and a half. Packers a home dog. Chargers and Niners. Niners are giving the Chargers seven. And Washington and Philly on Monday night, uh, 11 points. All right? So I'll tell you what, I'll get my picks out of the way. Uh, I'm in last place, so I can only go in one direction. So I need a good week. All right? I need a good week. Got to have a good week. I'm going to take the Dolphins at home uh, to beat Cleveland. They'll uh, give three and a half. Again, I like the Dolphins in this game. I like the Titans at home, giving three to the Broncos. I like the Bears at home, a three-point favorite over the Lions. And I think the Cowboys will beat the Packers by more than four and a half. So those are my four picks. All right. I did that in about 60 seconds, so that's why I'm in last place. There are my picks, all right? I was going to go with the Bucks because I think the Bucs will beat Seattle and Munich, but, you know, Seattle's had a much better season than the Bucks. I also would take Atlanta tonight, but a lot of people do their picks on Fridays instead of Thursdays, and I want to give everyone an opportunity to pick the same games that I pick. So I didn't pick the Falcons. Because it's Thursday night. But I think the Al- the Falcons will win this game uh, in Carolina. I think Tampa will beat Seattle. Don't know about what's going on in uh, Buffalo with Josh Allen. I think the Giants will beat the Texans by more than five. But I do like Miami at home, given three and a half. I like the Titans, the Bears, and I think the Cowboys will beat the uh, Green Bay Packers. All right, there are my picks. Let's uh, hear from you if you want to talk about the uh, game last night in Sacramento, uh, the win over Cleveland. We can take your phone calls. If you want to give me your picks, we can do that as well. Whatever else is going on right here uh, on Listen App. And then uh, tomorrow at 3 o'clock Pacific, I will be on my YouTube channel with uh, Sean Salisbury, and we will talk both college and the NFL. Sean, that is coming up again uh, tomorrow. All right. uh, Blake Martinez has officially retired from the National Football League. He was waived uh, by the Giants in training camp. The Raiders picked him up last month, and he has now announced his retire. Bad news. Bad news for uh, the 49ers and the attempt of Jason Verrett to come back After an ACL, he suffered an Achilles injury in practice yesterday. Boy, you talk about bad luck. Boy, absolutely brutal. That's bad luck right there. That is bad luck. All right, uh, NBA standings now. All right, after the Kings beat the Cavaliers, they moved from 13th to 11th, and the Lakers – and the Rockets with only two wins in last place. So you got Utah, which is just unbelievable, 10-3, and Phoenix, Portland, Denver, Memphis, all with eight wins. Then you have the Clippers with seven wins, Dallas, New Orleans, six wins, San Antonio, and Minnesota with five. So you could actually, at the end of this weekend, if you can beat the Lakers, And the Warriors. And, you know, again, we talk about the Warriors. They're 0-6 on the road. Think about that for a minute. 0-6 on the road. And you know that that joint, you know know the place is going to be off the hook on Sunday. Right? I mean, tonight you got the Mavericks and the Wizards, Sixers, Hawks, Hornets, Heat, Blazers, Pelicans. That Blazers-Pelicans game, that's going to be an interesting game. That's going to be a very good game. Indeed. Very good game. That that's, that's a very good early season matchup. Very good. But again, Sunday at home, the Warriors uh, and the Kings. Speaking of the Warriors, they take on Cleveland tomorrow. And the Cavs now have lost two in a row. So Golden State. Will try to get their first road win of the season in Sacktown on Sunday. All right? There you have it. And can we please stop with the Demarcus Cousins talk in Sacramento? What the hell is wrong with people? Seriously. What's wrong with people? What why do people even ask if Demarcus Cousins is coming to Sacramento? Use your brain, would you please? You use your you think about this. All right. Ask yourself, why would the Kings do that? Ask yourself, how come no other team in the NBA has reached out to DeMarcus Cousins to have him on their roster this year? Ask yourself those two questions, and then ask yourself, why the hell would the Kings want him? And number number four, why the hell would you want him on the team? What's wrong with people? Wake the hell up, would you please? Stupidity. Absolutely stupidity. Okay, again, back to the NBA schedule. Portland 8-3, and three, New Orleans 6-5. and five. That's the best game on the card tonight. That's going to be – that's a really good game. That is a really good game. All right, National Football League, I gave you my picks. If you want to talk about the game tonight with Carolina and Atlanta, uh, we will do it. Don't forget, tomorrow on YouTube, Sean Salisbury at 3 o'clock, and then I'll be on after the – uh, Kings and the Lakers. All right, let's go roll it. Want to hear from you. Gave you everything that we can talk about. We got a lot going on. Thursday night football starting in uh, just a little while, in about a little bit more than an hour. Again, the Falcons are still in this thing. They're still in this. You know, the Bucks are and the Falcons are 4-5, and five, and guess what? They play in the last game of the season. That's right. The last game of the regular season is Tampa and Atlanta. So this thing could go down to the wire. All right, let's get to uh, Dorian right here to get us kicked off on this Thursday. Hello, Dorian. How are you?
2: Grant So people day in Sacramento, man. Uh, Kings played really well last night. Uh, solid, solid team effort. Um, I really liked that. Keegan, Keegan came out and played a stronger game at home. Um, I liked, you know, with, with close games like that, going into the fourth quarter, you shoot 30 from 35 at the line. You're going to win a lot of games. So I'm really happy to see the Kings doing much better at the free throw line. Um, sometimes, Kings can come out and play sloppy after a big win. We know that. Um, so I'm hoping, even with LeBron out, possibly, that the Kings can get that get that big win. There's probably going to be a lot of Warriors fans on Sunday at home, and you know the Kings are terrible at home. So um, if they play, if they, if they keep playing like this, you know, with with as a team, get some solid scoring from the bench. I think uh, we got a nice, solid next five to ten games that are winnable. I mean, if the Kings get that win at uh, at the Heat. They get the win at Golden State. The Kings are six and four. I mean, it's still too long. Yeah, but, there, but. they could have easily
1: yeah, but, 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 but they could have easily lost, okay, the Orlando game, and they could have easily have lost the Charlotte game. So totally. everything balances out.
2: Of course. Nonetheless, Grant, thank you so much. Hopefully the Kings get the next couple, uh, next couple wins. I appreciate it.
1: Hey, Dorian, I appreciate hearing from you. Thank you. I don't like to look at the schedule more than five games in advance. You said the next five to ten games. I don't look at ten games. All right. I look at five game increments. Too many things can change in 10 games. Things can change in five games, but you know, don't go that far ahead in the NBA schedule. All right. Look at the next five games. Now you were one and four in the first five, three and two in this five. They just concluded with the win last night. Now here are your next five at the Lakers home, golden state, home, Brooklyn, home, San Antonio, home, Detroit. All right. To me, if you're really trying to analyze the five-game schedule, the Kings should win a minimum of three games out of the five. The Lakers game should be a win. The war, I know this is sounding crazy. The Warriors game should be a win. I mean, how could I not pick the, the to beat the Warriors? The, the the Warriors are 0-6 on the road. Now, I'm also well aware that Golden State beat Sacramento twice already this season. But I'm still thinking the Kings should beat the Warriors at home on Sunday, Brooklyn's starting to play a lot better. Jock Vaughn's going to be a great coach for them, so I'm going to say that's a toss-up game. San Antonio is playing very well, very competitively, and Detroit is a win. So, to me, the two toss-up games are Brooklyn and San Antonio, and that could you could go four and one or five and zero, but you can't lose to the Lakers with or without LeBron. LeBron's not going to play tomorrow. Golden State's not going to go 0-41 on the road. Keep that in mind. They're not going to go 0-41. And Dorian is right. There are going to be a lot of Warrior fans at the game on Sunday. They're going to try to take over the Golden 1 Center. And they're obnoxious. And it's embarrassing when the Warriors come in and kick the King's ass. So keep that in mind if you're going to the game. So you have... And if the Kings are able, if, to beat the Lakers and the Warriors, then they're 500 again with three games left on the homestand. And then the next, again, I I don't want to contradict myself by looking too far ahead, but the five games after these five games are brutal, brutal, like really, really difficult. So get through these five games first before you worry about the next five. All right, let's get to Connor right here on Listen App. Hey, Connor, how are you?
3: Doing good. How are you, Grant?
1: Good, Connor. What's shaking, buddy?
3: Just wanted to talk a little bit about the games last night, and then I'll get my picks. Okay. So I thought that we finally got a good game from Barnes, Murray, and Mitchell, which I think was a big factor in the win.
1: And the free throw shooting was a big factor, 30-35 from the line.
3: Yeah, it'd be cool if we could do that every night. I mean, Sabonis was like automatic from the line, which is... Yep, 11 of
1: 12. Yeah, very good. Yep, absolutely. I
3: I thought that was a good consistent game where there wasn't necessarily someone that was taking over. It was everyone chipped in from Fox, Barnes, Lyles was great. Even Metu had some big plays.
1: Yeah, good team effort. No question about that. Absolutely right spot on.
3: And then I wanted to hear your thoughts on De'Aaron Fox. He came in with like two minutes left. Did you like Mike Brown just sticking with Mitchell since they're playing well? Yes,
1: absolutely. Stick with the guys on the floor that to getting the job done. Yes, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I thought it was uh, uh, fine. And there should never be a player that has a problem with that. The name of the game is to win. All right? The name of the game is to win. And if, you know, your starter is being outplayed or – the player that's in for him is playing very well and the momentum the game is going in your direction then stay that way I have no problem with that at all now had the Kings lost last night then we would have been discussing this and it would have been a story but you can't really second guess the coach when he makes a move like that and they win
3: yeah I mean I heard some fans saying that Fox is your max contract guy that he should be in most of the fourth quarter but Again I mean it worked so there's no reason to complain about it
1: it has it first of all how much a player makes doesn't have any bearing on whether he should be on the floor or not in certain situations it's it, it's inconsequential okay it's it, 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 fans should not think like that fans should think about number one winning the game and number two who's playing the best at that particular point in time and number three if the team wins, then they should go, wow, okay, coach was right. The coach's substitutions worked, and let's get ready for the next game. That's really the only three things that matter. How much a player makes has should have no bearing on whether he's on the floor or not at certain points during the game. doesn't make any difference.
3: Yeah, I've been seeing a trend in most of the Kings games this year. It seems like a star player on the other team always seems to go off. And I was wondering if Davion Mitchell, has he not been as a – Effective defensively as he was last year, or is that not his fault really?
1: No, I, I I don't think that's accurate. I mean, the Cavaliers as a team are one of the best defensive teams in the league, so their team defense has been excellent this year. I, I wouldn't say that. Um, you know, it's the NBA. <laughs> you know, the NBA is the best players are going to score, and the the best offensive players cannot be stopped in the NBA. That's really the reality, especially with the way the game is called these days. You know, the players that are Gifted, really, really gifted offensively. They're going to score regardless of what you do defensively. That's just the way the game is now.
3: Yeah, that's a good point. I think this next game against the Lakers. I mean, I don't want to label it as a must-win, but you got to have is. it without LeBron. Got to
1: have it. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. All right, your five picks. I got you down for the Giant. Or your three picks. Or your 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 picks. I got you down for the Giants. So you have three left. Who else are you taking besides the Giants?
3: Uh, I got the Colts, the Vikings, and the Titans.
1: Okay, yeah, we without you know Josh Allen's situation, not really sure what's going on there, but um, that's going to be a very interesting game. And who was your fourth pick? The Titans, yeah, okay, gotcha. you you know, you know, you know, and I know, okay, I know before you call. That you're taking the Giants. So I already got you down every week that the Giants play. I couldn't take them last week because they were on a bye. But I know you got the Giants. Before we even start going, I know you have the Giants. And, hey, they've been doing you good this year, right? I mean, you've only lost once when you take the Giants, correct? Against the number?
3: Yeah, just against the Seahawks. I'm pretty sure I lost. Yep.
1: Yep. There you go. All right, buddy. Good hearing from you.
3: Thanks for having me. See ya.
1: Right. Good stuff. Let's get to uh, Brian. Brian, you're next here on Listen Up. What's up?
3: Hey,
4: Grant. Hey, yeah, you're these next five games, huge games. They really have to go, like you said, a minimum of three. And, you know, if they somehow pull a Kings and lose against the Lakers, that pretty much negates the the big win last night. They have to win that game. No excuses there.
1: Absolutely. The Lakers are a horrible team. Uh, LeBron James is not going to be on the floor in all likelihood he's listed as doubtful. I mean, there's no way they're putting LeBron out on the floor tomorrow. So you're going to have a Kings team taking on a Lakers team that only has two wins and will not have their best player on the floor.
4: Absolutely. And the uh, the last two games, very entertaining. You know, the Warriors again coming up. Very puzzling to me that we're playing the Warriors a third time in such the your short part of the season being so we're so close in proximity to them. Is that just a random scheduling
1: glitch? It's stupidity. I've been talking about this a lot. When the schedule came out, I talked about it. I talked about it before the season began and I'll talk about it again. Now it's asinine. It's a horrible job by the NBA in the schedule. You should never play a divisional opponent three times in the first few weeks of the season. It's stupidity. It's a bad job by the NBA should never happen. Absolutely.
4: Injuries, you know, injuries can last a couple of weeks and you're playing an yep. important uh, division rival, that whole thing. Very, very puzzling. Yeah. Uh, and so anyhow, with that being said, uh, given their Warriors road record, you know, we're playing them so close. I got to think we have a good chance to win this game. I mean, I know the Warriors, you know, won the first two. But given that short stretch and we're healthy and everything like that, I you know, they really, really would gotta win that game somehow. That would be huge.
1: Well, you don't know if the Kings are gonna be healthy on Sunday. I mean they got a game first tomorrow and you you know guys could get hurt. So you know you you you, you have to wait, but if if both teams are healthy, the Kings should win that game. However, with that being said, the Warriors only have four wins, Brian, and two of the wins are against Sacramento. So keep yep. that in mind as well. And something else, the Warriors are not gonna go and 41 on the road. They're going to have to win a road game eventually and they're Owen 6. So the odds would tell you that a team with that type of a lineup is going to win a road game pretty damn soon. So, you know, keep those numbers in mind as well. I do think yeah. I agree with you. The Kings should should be able to beat the Warriors on their home floor, but they've already lost twice to the Warriors. Keep that in mind. But, you yeah, know, one Connor of them was could. on a back to What and one of them was on a back though. So, you know, the yep. Kings did play the Warriors on the second of a back-to-back. But so first things first, beat the Lakers tomorrow.
4: Absolutely. And uh, one player that have been really enjoying watching these last few games has been Monk. He's just been fantastic off the bench, creating, yep. scoring, playing with a good IQ. So far, that signing looks really fantastic for the Kings.
1: Yeah, he very good. And, you know, he got off to a slow start, but he's found his rhythm. I think Mike Brown's found combinations that work good with him. So, yeah, he's been very, very good. No doubt about it.
4: And lastly, just to do it real quick in case I can't call tomorrow, I'll get my, my picks in. I'm going to go with Miami, Seattle, the points, the Raiders, and I will take KC in the points. So uh, let's roll and see if uh, we can finally get, back, uh, get a 500 versus an 4
1: <laughs> Thanks, Brian. All right.
5: This show is sponsored by Better Help stress We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around... additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com help, slash grant
6: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Be interesting to see what Colts team shows up. I have no idea. You know, Judge Saturday and uh, who knows? You know, who knows? All right. Um, I want to hear from you. Take your hand icon. We will do it. Dallas is up to a 20-day lead out of the gate in the nation's capital, taking on uh, the Wizards. You have Philadelphia and Atlanta. Starting in a couple of moments, Charlotte, Miami, starting in a couple of moments, and then uh, Portland and New Orleans at the top of the hour. All right. Again, the Kings and Lakers tomorrow. You have the Warriors and the Cavaliers tomorrow, and then the Warriors will be in Sacramento as the Kings open another uh, homestand before they uh, hit out on or before they head out uh, onto the road. So, there, you know, listen. It's 82-game season, and injuries are going to impact, you know, what goes on. We could talk about the Warriors. I don't know if the Warriors are going to be, you know, healthy when they come in here. I mean, they could have an injury tomorrow. You never know, right? I mean, things change. If De'Aaron Fox gets hurt tomorrow against the uh, Lakers, you're going to say, oh, gee, you know, they're, they're, they're not in good shape taking on the Warriors. I mean, things change in a hurry in the NBA. You know, if Kevin Herter goes down, I think that would be a significant loss for Sacramento even though Malik Monk's playing well, but it changes a lot of things. And then you have, you know, in that next five games, the Spurs, or excuse me, I'm, I'm looking at this from the Warriors. The Warriors' next five games after Sacramento, they have the Spurs at the Suns and the Knicks. Now, San Antonio, to me, they've cooled off a little bit after their hot start. So, that's a team, again, without being able to forecast whether anyone's going to be hurt or not, the Kings should win that game. The Spurs have hit in a tough road. They, they've now all of a sudden come right back down to earth. They've lost five straight, including an overtime game last night, 124-122. to 122. They lost a home-and-home home with Denver. They have Milwaukee tomorrow. Then they're at the Warriors on Monday, at the Blazers Tuesday, and in Sacramento on Thursday. So, you could be looking at the Spurs. I could easily see them coming in with an eight-game losing streak. I mean, and if they do come in with an eight-game losing streak, that's a a gigantic game for them. Again, they're 5-7. and seven. And again, they got off to that hard start of 5-2. and two, But now losing at Toronto or losing home against Toronto, they got blown out, lost to the Clippers at home, lost at Denver. And look at the points they're giving up in this losing streak. They've given it up 143, 113, 126, 115, and 124, respectively. So the table set pretty good. You know, I said the Kings-Spurs game is a toss-up when I first did the schedule. That's not really accurate. The Kings should win that game. That's not a toss-up. Brooklyn game to me is a toss-up just on matchups and the fact that they're they're starting to play better. That's how I see that. That's how I see that. All right, let me hear from you. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and uh, we'll do it. Tomorrow, 3 o'clock Pacific, YouTube Live, and then coming up after the Lakers – Game against uh, the Kings in LA. I'll be on YouTube Live. And then after the Warriors game on Sunday, I will be on Listen App. All right. So there's your weekend schedule for you. All right. Again, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon and do it. If not, we'll have a quick show today and we'll uh, get ready for tomorrow with your picks and everything else. I've given you my picks. As I said, Thursday night football tonight. We have got the Falcons, we got the Panthers, and the rest of the week. I gave you the schedule and everything else going on in the National Football League. The game Sunday in Munich. You got the Bucks and the Seahawks, which is you know an intriguing game because of the fact that it's so far away. You know, that's a long ass trip for the Seahawks. You know, I I guarantee you that's the last place Pete Carroll wants to be playing this weekend in the National Football League. That would be ridiculous, stupid. It really is asinine. They were just absurd. I mean, it is what it is. You know? The last thing the Seahawks want, probably Tampa too, by the way. Uh, you, th- you go interview Pete Carroll uh, off the record and ask him how he feels about playing in Munich, Germany. Uh, you, I, I already know what the answer is there. Yeah, let's go to play him for 10 hours and go play over in Germany after my team is playing so well. And we've been the story in the NFC. Yeah, uh, Uh-uh. I don't think so. I don't think so. But, you know, it is what it is. Just like we talk about the Kings and the Warriors and their schedule, there's really not much you can do about it. You know, the schedule is the schedule. You have to play the schedule. You know, the Seahawks right now are six and three. They've won four in a row. But I can tell you right now, the last thing they want to be doing is going to play in freaking Munich, Germany, and get on a plane and go 10 hours, you know? Not happening. Now, the good news, oh, I, I, sh- I guess I can call it good news. If you're Seattle, they do get a bye after this week to recover from that trip. Then if you're looking at the Seahawks, they got the Raiders. They have at the Rams, Carolina, San Francisco, at Kansas City, the Jets, and the Rams again. That That's a tough schedule. You know, Vegas isn't, but San Francisco's tough. Kansas City's tough. Jets are tough. That's going to be a good stretch drive uh, for the Seahawks. But, again, being in, in Munich this week, yeah, I, I don't think that's uh, something Pete Carroll is looking forward to. But it is what it is. It's a long trip from Seattle to Munich, Germany. That's not around the corner. That's for sure. Uh, and, again, Tom Brady and the Seahawks, They, I mean, uh, and the Buccaneers, rather, pulled one out of the hat, right? They pulled one out of the hat, and when I say pulled one out of the hat, I I just think the Seahawks, to me, are one of those teams that are, are very similar to the Giants. They like the fact that people don't think they can win. They have a, a, a veteran coach against a young coach. You know, Brian Dable has brought a new attitude into New York. I thought, and everyone else thought, for the most part, that there's no way Seattle would thrive with Geno Smith, the quarterback. Geno Smith has been tremendous. You know, everyone thought the Seahawks would probably have the worst record in the league this year, or one of the two worst records. They would draft a quarterback. Now, all of a sudden, here they are atop the NFC West. It's a hell of a story. A hell of a story. All right, let's get to Ryan in Sacktown. What's up, Ryan? How are you today? Hey, what's going on, Grant? What's happening? Leanne, yeah, you
7: your
8: eye doctor. I'm here with my eye doctor, Leanne, right now because um, I wanted to get my eyes checked. By the way, the Kings played last night. That was just so amazing. Um, they got that shot in the arm and a lot of fun with the post game show. Um, as I look as I look back at it, I truly believe what really we're coming out of that game with is a bench that is gelling together. And if they can keep that together with Monk leading that squad, that's exactly what we needed.
1: Yeah, but you also have to factor in that injuries are going to happen. You're going to have changes to the lineup. That's part of a long 82-game season. You also – I think you brought this up um, a week or two ago. The Kings have a tendency to play to the level of their opponent. That attitude needs to stop. That needs to stop. You know, you you, you cannot do that anymore – uh, you can't play good against the good teams and play poorly and have to, you know, really grind to beat bad teams. You can't you can't be doing that.
8: No, they can't. And that, that's something that I don't know how you turn around. That's a mindset. That's consistency. Like players talk about with shooting muscle memory. You just have to come out and be you and play your game. You know, so hopefully yeah. I, I don't think they just have to win tomorrow night. They need to smash them tomorrow night, with the Lakers.
1: Well, we'll see. I mean, uh, you know, in the standings, it's going to count as a W. And, you know, if they win by one point and then beat the Warriors on Sunday, they're 500. So I understand what you're saying. I I'm more in the wins and losses because that, that's really all that matters at this point in the season. But, yeah, I think it would be important to build on last night and play well. I think what you're saying is the Kings need to play well. They played well for the most part at uh, the Warriors at the end of the road trip. They played well for the most part last night. They need to play well again tomorrow and build on it. Yes. Yep, exactly right. Okay,
8: well, I'm going to get back to my eye check. Um, I'll get my picture in tomorrow. And uh, have a great rest of the day.
1: All right, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Ryan and Sacktown, and again, uh, tomorrow I'll be on after the game uh, on YouTube Live. We had, we had a great show last night. I had a couple hundred people on the stream. Uh, we really enjoyed that post-game show last night. And then I'll do the post-game show here on Listen app after the Warriors game on Sunday night. So I'm mixing it around, and then I'm trying to pick out a game for a watch party, a no-filter network which is just like Listen app, but it's a visual medium instead of an audio medium like here. So I'm going to pick out a game coming up in the near future on uh, No Filter Network, and we'll see how that goes. And, you know, you can join me on that. So uh, what I like about ListenApp, obviously, is we can talk, whereas on YouTube, it's a chat feature. So it's a little bit different there. All right. Just wanted to let you know what my schedule is. Give me two seconds there. Ryan's getting his eyes checked and I'm getting my water. You know, I'm still, I'm still a little worn out after that long post-game show last night on uh, YouTube Live because that was fast-paced, man. I mean, the messages were coming right after another. They were on fire. And I was like, I did, a, I did two or three rants on the show last night, live on YouTube. It was a lot of fun. But after the Warriors game on Sunday, right here, that you'll be able to talk to me. And uh, I'm thinking that we can have a really large audience on Sunday. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls right here on this Thursday edition on Listen Up with John. John, good to have you on. You got to hit your microphone icon. And once you do, I will put you uh, right up on with me, John. So tell you what I'm going to do, John. I do this with, uh, I believe, first time callers. I don't recall you before. I'm going to let you look at your device, figure out where the microphone icon is, and Raise your hand again, like you just did. And then when I put you up with me, then you hit the mic and you'll be able to talk to me. It's really that simple. All right. And I'll let you kind of get familiar with everything. And I would love to hear what you have to say. But again, right now, 11th in the West, four and six. Here's something else you can do you know, you can pretty much bury the LA Lakers in the next couple of games. In other words, you can pretty much take the Warriors and remove them from the picture in about another week or two they've lost the lakers have lost four in a row the thunder have lost four in a row the warriors who are going to be a top 10 team don't they're going to be a top eight team unless Steph curry gets hurt they are four and seven they're oh and six on the road think about that for a minute on the road. That's hard to believe. They're the only, they and the Lakers are the two teams in the West that do not have a road win. The only other teams in the NBA without road wins are Detroit and Orlando at 0-6. That's hard to believe that a team with Steph Curry is 0 and 6 on the road. And I think I'm like everyone else. I'm just waiting for the Warriors to become the Golden State Warriors. And it's going to happen. I mean, they're too talented. Now, Clay Thompson is not Clay Thompson anymore. We know that. But here's your team Curry Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, Kevon Looney, Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, Jermichael Green, James Weissman. I mean, there's no way in the world, you know, Dante DiVincenzo's out right now. There's no way in the world that that team should be 0-6 on the road. Absolutely. By the way, speaking of DiVincenzo, he should be playing Sunday in Sacramento. That's going to help them a lot. That's going to help them a lot. Matter of fact, I just looked. He's listed as probable for the game tomorrow. That they hit. He's going to be a big help for them, so they'll get a little depth back. When assuming that he does play on Sunday, he's a good player. Of course, the Kings had him last year, but in the trade, he's a good player. I like him. He'll help them. He'll, he will really help them. So we'll see him uh, on the floor in all likelihood on Sunday. All right, let's say hello to John. John, welcome, buddy. It's good to have you on Listen Up. How are you? I'm doing great, Grant. How are you? I'm good, man. What's shaking? Oh,
0: you know, I got in a little bit late today. I've got a huge job here at Northridge Golf Course that I'm just trying to get done by tomorrow, but I had to okay. chime in a little bit. I had to chime in a little bit about last night's game. Best thing I saw, only nine turnovers, and the consistency yep. of having very few turnovers and the good defense all the way through the game, that was by far the best thing I saw last night was you know only having nine turnovers. It, it was great. And Harrison Barnes, getting back on track was something that I kind of knew it was going to happen. Eventually. I was wondering if he was going to get sent to the bench before it happened. Not that it might not the way Malik Monk's been playing sure. anyway. So just him rounding it out and having a good game really, I think let everybody else prosper as well. If that makes sense, you know, everybody else. I think else you are spot on. Sport. Yeah. I, that's, you know, that's how I saw it. And I'm, you know, like I said, and Hey, like you said a minute ago, the chat last night was a freaking blast. So I don't know how many people were in there—hundreds, it seemed like. But that—that yep. that was hell, oh, man. That was great. I'm so glad you're doing that.
1: It's thank it's, you, buddy. I appreciate that very much. Yeah. You know, 30 assists, 30 assists, and nine turnovers last night will win you a lot of games. 30? Is that how many assists? Wow, that's
0: uh-huh. that's gonna win a- almost every game. You know, yes. we can't we can't assume that that's gonna happen every single night. But man, if we can get anywhere close to that, because you know, usually. My number for turnovers, 12 or 13. If you commit 12 or 13 turnovers and 25 assists, you're doing all right. But having only yep. 9 and 30 assists, I didn't know that
1: number. That And John, it. John, 30, 30 of 35 from the foul line.
0: I knew that. Well, I didn't know that exact number, but I knew that we shot lights out. And I got to give props to Darren Fox for turning around his free throw shooting woes, yep. you know. It, it, yep. what it reminds me of. Is the way Weber turned around his free throw was 20 whatever years ago when he was shooting 60% became embarrassed and then ended up becoming an 80% free throw shooter.
1: Right, he can do it. Yeah, the line you shouldn't. Darren Fox should be an 80% free throw shooter. I mean, there's no reason why he shouldn't be.
0: Uh, Hey, I agree 100%. And he's shooting close to 90 now. So even if he comes back down to earth and stays at around 80, totally good with that. I mean, because because that's what we need to do and that's what we need him to do
1: well again I think De'Aaron Fox has I mean I don't know if he can play much better than he's played in the first 10 games of the season I mean a guy has been incredible he's been incredible to start the year he really has
0: I concur wholeheartedly man it's more than I had anticipated happily more than I had anticipated I just hope it all keeps up like this and and like uh, a yep. few of us said last night in the chat, man, I still think that we are on the right track. And, you know, Mike Brown, he's supposed to be a defensive coach. We haven't seen a lot of that. But we haven't seen enough of it to know exactly what it is. Like you were saying, about 20 games is about what you want to see. And uh-huh. we're halfway to 20 games now. So that it's uh-huh. its going to be fun to watch, Grant. It's going to be fun to watch. And, man, again, thanks for the chat. Thanks for everybody last night who, who hopped on board. And um, I'm going to get
1: back to work. I just wanted to chime in, and I'll try and give you a call tomorrow and give you some football picks. Thanks, buddy. You have a good one. Appreciate it. Uh, De'Aaron Spock shooting 87% from the line this year. 90 would be incredible. But anything over 80, that's where he should be. That's exactly where he should be. All right, let's get to Jerry. Jerry, welcome. How are you, Jerry?
9: I'm good, Grant. How are you, sir? I'm good. Hey, Grant, you know, you said before that uh, with – LeBron James and Anthony Davis—they uh, would win about 70% of their games, um, you know something like that. Uh, what do you think is going on in Lakerland?
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! So You—who uh, said they would win 70% of their games?
9: No, Grant. I'm sorry, Grant. Uh, you said that if Anthony Davis and LeBron James played. Seventy percent of of the games. You
1: oh, think if I, would be- oh, if they, I, I said, if they played seventy or more of the games this year, yeah, if they played at least seventy games, they would be in the playoffs. Yeah, right. I don't know what's going on. I, I, I don't know. I don't think anybody really knows. I mean, there's no excuse for that team to only have two wins. They're too talented. Uh, right. I, I, I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. It's the, it's very puzzling. You have LeBron James and Anthony Davis on your team, and you're two and nine. Uh, it's inexcusable. Can't have it. You know, I I don't know. I wish I could give you the answer. I don't have the answer. No one has the answer. It's the most puzzling thing in the league. Plain and simple, you know. And again, we we know about Anthony Davis getting hurt all the time. Okay. And I I, I get that, you know. Well, listen, he does. I I understand that. And, you know, when you look at Anthony Davis, um, he hasn't been hurt this year. He's been playing. I think he's only missed one game, you know. So, but now you got LeBron hurt. They're 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 awful. They're absolutely awful.
9: And you know Grant, cuz I see some things sometimes like on proposed trades that they're talking about trading Anthony Davis for multiple players and two first round picks. Grant, I don't nah. think that guy is even worth that. I mean, what do you think?
1: Nobody's trading it. Ant- nobody's going to make that trade. Nobody nobody's taking Anthony Davis for that. Not happening. No way in the world.
9: And Grant, uh one more thing sir. Uh do you think that uh you know what now, watching the Kings games uh that you know they uh they come down they shoot a bunch of threes Darren Fox I mean you know the man has weapons around him now I mean uh, you know what I would rather him go to the hole just try to get to the basket just you know I mean just try to make contact I mean they don't need to be shooting all those threes even when they're down they come down don't even pass the ball they just shoot the threes do you think coach Brown tells them that if you're open go ahead and shoot it
1: I do think he says that, yeah. Um, I also agree with you. I think they do quick shoot the ball too much, and I think that can be a problem. But the game now, unfortunately, in the NBA is make as many threes as you can, and if you have a three and you're a shooter, take the three. But there are there are certain times where you have to know time and situation, meaning there are certain times in the game where quick shooting is really bad. You have to sense the momentum of the game, time, and everything. And there, there you are right. There are times – that they take bad shots on their possessions. There's no question about that.
9: Yeah, but don't you think that De'Aaron Fox can get to the hoop whenever he wants to? I mean, do that little 15 uh, foot. You know,
1: game. I yeah, but it's also you take a beating when you go to the hoop. De'Aaron Fox is playing out of his mind. I don't really have a problem with De'Aaron Fox. Would I like to see him ideally get more free throws? Yeah, but you know, he's also going to take a beating if he uh, goes to the lane all the time, and that's part of it as well. So you know, there's. He has a feel for the game, and he's playing really well. I can't really get on what the Aaron Fox is doing right now. He's been that good.
9: Right. And, Grant, uh, you said uh, before that you're going to try to get on TikTok to, to do your rants, Grant. Don't you think you would get more viewers out there if you would try something like that? Have you thought about that?
1: Yeah, I have thought about it. I, I just talked to somebody the other day about getting my account and getting on there and doing that. So uh, I, I'll make an announcement on that very soon.
9: All right, sir. Well, thank you for taking my call, Grant. Have a great show, bud.
1: Thank you, Jerry. Good hearing from you.
2: It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with
6: Victoria Cash.
2: Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to Luckylandslots.com to play over a hundred social casino style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today.
6: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com.
1: Be well. Got a lot of different things. You know, a lot of this is new to me. So I'm trying to experiment just like doing the Kings post game. You know, we had a great response when I did it here on Listen app. And then I went over to YouTube and we had a gigantic response. And so I want to do YouTube again after the game tomorrow, back here on Listen App, you know, and give everyone an opportunity. Not everyone's on YouTube. Not everybody's on Listen App, you know, but I'm trying to, you know, increase the visibility on the platforms, and I'm going to try to do a watch party on no filter. So I got a lot of ideas going on. All right, let's get to uh, Peter. Peter, welcome to the show. How are you, Peter? I'm good, Grant. How are you? I'm good. What's happening today?
7: Uh, Not much. I mean – um, I'll probably keep it short this time, but, uh, I didn't get to watch the game last night, unfortunately, uh, as you know, being on the East coast, it's, it's a little tough. Uh, yeah, the, it sure is the 10 o'clock game. But, uh, uh, one thing that stuck out to me and I, I try to, you know, look at the player stats and, you know, the box score and look at them differently to see, you know, cause sometimes the box score doesn't look that bad, but then you look at the team stats it's like oh man they had like five players that were really bad but three made yep. up um it really looked and again i didn't watch the game full disclosure but it just looked like they had a very complete
1: game top to bottom uh, they did they had a li- they had a little bad stretch for a couple minutes in the fourth quarter but yes for the most part that was their most complete game of the season absolutely correct
7: a, a big uh, yeah no, a big thing for me is um, for so many years, you would see the assist number was very low, and the turnovers were very high. And seeing 30 yeah. assists as a team with nine turnovers, that is definitely a formula for not only giving you the best chance to win, but also a team that is playing very well together.
1: Mm-hmm. How did you very well for together you right now? Game. Um, I, I don't. I thought the Kings played their best game of the year last night. I personally don't put too much into just one individual game. I don't. That's why I love breaking the season down into five game increments. Because my experience of 32 years of doing the NBA is that even the worst teams in the league are going to have nights where they look great. Okay. And vice versa, you're going to have the best teams in the league sometimes look like the worst teams in the league. So I don't really put too much into any one individual game. I put five games and I look at trends over five games. I look to see whether the team is getting better in areas that need to improve over those five games. And when I look at the Kings' last five games, they have played better, particularly in the last two. But in their first three games of that stretch, they were wildly inconsistent. They were, mm-hmm. they were getting blown out in Charlotte. They had to have a big second half. They had a bad first half against Orlando. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at trends. Are they playing more consistently now? Well, I saw them play very consistently in Golden State, and then Steph Curry took over the game in the fourth quarter. Okay, that happens. Curry's a, a superstar. Superstars at times can be unguardable. He was unguardable. He won the game in the fourth quarter. But I also look at the positives in that loss. Then last night, Cleveland's 8-2. and two. They're the real deal. They were coming off a loss, and the Kings played their, their most consistent game of the season. So I'm looking at the trend, and they're trending up right now. But I don't put too much into any one individual game.
7: You look at it like a work week, right? You, you get to yes. Friday, you're like, I had a I had a good week at work. You don't go, oh, yep. Tuesday was phenomenal, but Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday sucked. <laughs> I, I, I hear you. There was one moment. <clears throat> I'll leave you with this. There was one moment. Uh, it was kind of a coach-player interaction between um, uh, between Brown and Monk. Is after Monk got that big rejection, I only saw it in the highlight, but I did notice as Monk was coming back, he was kind of slowing down, like at the corner wing, uh, not the corner, sorry, but like at the at the wing and right. Brown, like pushed him, like get over, get over to the baseline, and it right. got. And for that three and I thought that was a a, I don't know if I'm reading too much into it but just felt like is is there maybe a a good connection happening between the players and the coach where they're trusting each other or feeling comfortable with each other
1: everybody loves Mike Brown I mean that was the MO coming in Mike Brown's a player's coach guys love Mike Brown you know I mean that's never been an issue with Mike Brown I mean players enjoy playing for him Um, he's a great human being so I don't really read that much into it I mean that's coaching and I don't I don't make too much out of that I I just look at again five game increments I look at the teams playing better they are they going to continue to play better in these next five because even though I don't want to speak out of both sides of my mouth that's the next five after these five are absolutely brutal so the Kings better make sure that they are above water when they go to their next five games well they're
7: they're not only brutal they're crucial like you, you need to get some momentum going because if you go back into a slump for five games, yeah. You know, yep. Yeah. What was it about? Um, I know I, I would end on that, but on coaching, what was it about Rick Adelman? Uh, and I, I'll just take this off the air. But what was it about Rick Adelman where he garnered, or at least seemed to garner, so much respect from the players that they really seemed to be really in line, in
1: in line with him? Thank you, Grant. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, with Rick, uh, he knew he had an unbelievably talented team and he gave them a lot of latitude and a lot of freedom, you know, and Rick was not one to criticize his players. I thought, you know, that was his if he had a weakness, in my opinion, that was his weakness. Now, a lot of players would tell you that that was his strength. I personally thought it was his weakness. You know, like he let Chris Webber get away with murder on the team, you know, and I, I, I didn't think that was right. You know, I don't like players on teams having different rules, but that's the way it was with Rick. Chris had different rules than everyone else. And I didn't, I don't like that. I, I don't enjoy that. But Rick was like, hey, you know what? We're here to win games. And when the game starts, you're going to win the games for me. And if, as long as that's going on, then I'm going to, you can, you know, we're, we're going to be pretty lax on a lot of other areas. So, you know, like for instance, when Chris was hurt and he wasn't around the team and there's a huge game in LA against the Lakers on national TV on a Sunday and he gets on the team playing on Saturday and we're like, Oh wow, it's so great. Chris is going to join the team and support the team and, and, then he's not at the game. Where's Chris? He's in Beverly Hills on Rodeo Drive having brunch with Tyra Banks. You know, like that wouldn't fly with a lot of coaches in the league. That would not be acceptable. You know, but no one said a word to Chris. You know, just the way it was. And even at home games when he wasn't playing, he would leave early. You know, there was one story where, you know, the Kings were playing. Chris is sitting behind the bench in a street clothes. And then in the second half, there's no Chris. And then the next day, you know, somebody called up my show and goes, "Wow, I can't believe I saw Chris Weber at the ATM ATM machine in the third quarter of the game across the street." And again, he never came back to the game. You know, again, there are a lot of things that coaches would say, "Hey, that's not going to happen. You're part of the team. You need to be here." But Rick didn't care. Rick was like, "Just, just be ready to play." So again. Rick, first of all, Rick knew what he was doing as a coach. I don't mean to say he didn't, but Rick had a very talented team in Sacramento. Rick let them be men and let them figure it out and just kind of really treat everyone as a professional basketball player that's the best way i can say it about rick and rick's a hell of a coach i like rick and i used to you know rick was kind of grumpy and but but you know if you've got rick one-on-one you know he'd be a great conversation and he had a very dry sense of humor which i enjoyed you know i like rick you know i mean i think success speaks for itself i wish you know he could have won a championship but it wasn't in the cards for rick Adelman. but he's a hell of a coach He was a hell of a coach. But again, he treated guys as men and gave them a lot of latitude as long as they were playing for him and doing what he wanted them to do. All right. Tomorrow, 3 o'clock, YouTube Live. We'll talk college and NFL. After the game tomorrow with the Lakers, YouTube Live. All right. I'll be back here tomorrow at 4 o'clock Pacific to get you ready for the weekend with your picks and a couple of other things. And then... After the game Sunday, the Kings and the Warriors, I'll be here on Listen app. So post-game show tomorrow on YouTube Live. Post-game show here Sunday after the Warriors game. So we'll have a fun weekend as well. Make it a good one, everybody. Thank you very
2: much. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.